0: Hi, I'm Paddy Billington, and welcome to episode two of the Visit Scarborough podcast. Coming up in this episode, we speak to David from the Southcliffe Community Group about exciting plans to completely transform the iconic Southcliffe Gardens. Also, I speak to Gillian from the Rose Dean Guest House on Columbus Ravine in Scarborough. What's life been like running the Guest House in the last few years, including during these very challenging last 12 months since the coronavirus pandemic started? And we've been asking you on the Visit Scarborough social media pages, when it is safe to come back to Scarborough, what are you most looking forward to doing first? So we'll be reading some of those out during the podcast, and we've got more coming up besides that as well. And I do hope you like our brand new theme tune as well. That will be in your head hours after you finish listening to the podcast. I can guarantee it. Okay, time to welcome my first guest onto episode two. This is David from Southcliffe Community Group. Now, the Southcliffe Gardens are quite simply iconic, and I've lived close to them all my life. They stretch from the Spa Bridge all the way to where the Holbeck Landslip now is, a maze of paths and beautiful Victorian shelters, the backdrop to buildings like the Scarborough Spa, the Clock Cafe, the Clock Tower, with some really lush woodland gardens like the Rose Garden, Italian Gardens, between the Esplanade and the Sea. And there are exciting plans afoot to restore and transform these gardens. David from Southcliffe Community Group, great to have you on the Visit Scarborough podcast. I wanted to cover these gardens as a hidden gem in Scarborough and then I thought well surely everyone knows about Southcliffe Gardens don't they?
1: No I've been amazed as we've done the project on the gardens how few people actually knew that they were there and the amazing thing has been that the number of people that you talk to who know the town centre and they know the South Bay they know the North Bay and when you say there's a big gardens they go where behind the spa oh right but they don't realize that beyond the the funicular, that train that goes up, there's gardens, another whole length of gardens beyond that. And it's amazed me that people don't understand, don't realize that the gardens are there. There's nearly, there's the best part of a mile of gardens. And every corner you turn, there's something different to see, and the, the views of the South Bay and the sea and Filey, they're just spectacular, and they're absolutely unique views, Paddy. My entire life I've lived on the South Cliff, so my playground has been the
0: South Cliff Gardens, so it's just been a part of my life my entire life. But the view across South Bay is the ultimate postcard view of Scarborough, isn't it? It's one of the most famous views in the whole of the British
1: seaside. I, I've described it so many times on Twitter and the other meetings that it's an iconic view. I've not lived in Scarborough all my life. I've been here now 11 years. I recognize that picture. And, you know, as I've traveled around the world, I talk to people and they go, Where do you come from? Scarborough. Oh, Scarborough, there's the. And they talk about the view from the South Cliff looking over the South Bay. And you go, Oh, my goodness, there's people all around the place know about Scarborough and that view. It's wonderful.
0: Yes, and the gardens themselves are, are great. I think it's fair to say that they're not in the best condition, but that is going to change, isn't it?
1: Paddy, let, let's let's be fair about it. They've been badly neglected. Yes. Um, and, and I've got no problems in saying that. And I think the borough council will accept that they haven't been the best caretakers since the Victorian times of those gardens Um, and the injection of money that goes in now uh, and all being well we're looking at sort of seven and a quarter million pounds with that money going in and the work will hopefully be able to start before too long because it was slowed down with the cliff stabilization it's going to transform the gardens and I'd hate to think anyone would thinking that it's going to go back to the old-fashioned days of Victorian days it's going to restore it back but It's also going to look forward to the future and and future-proof the garden so that it becomes exciting, not just to older people who have very fond memories of Scarborough, but also excites younger families with younger children so that they too will be able, as they grow older, to have those older memories of Scarborough of a scarborough that they know
0: brilliant we'll stay there we're going to chat more soon david and get more detail on those exciting plans for south cliff gardens right now though on the visit scarborough podcast episode two the things you're most looking forward to doing again when you're allowed to come back to scarborough Trish Atkinson says, I'm looking forward to a coffee from Yay Coffee Van at Holbeck Clock Tower then an all-day breakfast at the Clock Cafe. Walking past the Spiral on the South Bay Beach, Marine Drive to Pigsan Park, finally an ice cream from Peaches and Cream before catching the Coastliner bus home. Trish, brilliant, thank you for that. Margaret Bell is just looking forward to the freedom to walk about and go to the Harbour Bar. Great ice creams there, of course. Amy Haynes says, Sitting at the Clock Cafe, having a scone and a coffee. Does sound great. What a great view over the South Bay as well. On a sunny day, there isn't anywhere better to be, is there. And Joy Simons says, just being there would be great. It's my favourite place. Wouldn't go anywhere else. Good to hear. Cheryl Houghton says, visiting p Park is just beautiful. And Nigel Pearson says, taking my boys on the mini train from p Park to the Sea Life Centre and back. These are the things that you are most looking forward to doing when you're able to come back to Scarborough. We'll do some more of your comments from the Visit Scarborough Facebook page, the Visit Scarborough Twitter page, and the Visit Scarborough Instagram page a little bit later on. You're listening to the Visit Scarborough podcast, episode two. I'm Paddy Billington. Coming up, we'll speak to Gillian owner of the Rose Dean Guesthouse in Scarborough. First, let's speak more to my first guest today, David from the Southcliff Community Group, about the exciting upcoming plans for the iconic Southcliff Gardens. Having brought up my children round here, David, one thing that's always been missing is a play area for children. Are there plans for a play area?
1: Yes, there are. Many, many people will know about the the Clock Cafe. Just behind, just uphill of the Clock Cafe is a flat, round, overly kind of shaped bit of grass. And that's going to be developed into an exciting play area for children, building the kind of games and 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 excite and exciting things to do into the forest around there for young children it's going to provide also changing facilities for uh, mums and toddlers and anybody to use uh, above the clock cafe so there there will be a whole area there where families will be encouraged to go and and just to have fun And, of course, they'll have all the the lovely views over the gardens as well and and down towards the sea. Great to hear. And the
0: shelters, I don't know off the top of my head how many there are, but there are loads of them dating back to Victorian times. And I believe there are plans to restore all of those as well, which will be wonderful.
1: There are. I think there are 14. It's certainly 13. I believe it might be 14. Um, And and they're sort of, again, they go back to the Victorian times. They haven't been looked after. And the restoration of all of those will, is, is part of the gardens, uh, part of the gardens project. As is just behind the rose garden, there is currently a, a gardener's area, uh, and this is going to be the first part of the project, hopefully, to get moving on with. There's a gardener's area where they, they keep the tractor and they keep some tools in a shed. It's a bit dilapidated, run down. Um, that's actually going to become rebuilt as a community oblique gardeners centre so it will allow the gardeners to work from there and the plans show and they they have gone through the planning permissions and they've been approved the plans show that there will be the gardeners area but then there'll also be a classroom facility where people where, where children can go with it as part of a school group um, or other people. I think the intention will be can, can rent it out for, for small for small gatherings when we're allowed to gather so that it can become a useful community function.
0: Great. It is such a wonderful place to explore. And you can do that without ever really feeling like you're getting lost. You know, it stretches all the way from the Spa Bridge to where the Holbert Landslip is now. The backdrop to some amazing buildings like the Scarborough Spa. You've mentioned the Clock Cafe, the Clock Tower, of course, Rose Garden, Italian Gardens the Esplanade, the promenade by the sea.
1: It's a wonderful place to explore and I have been involved just recently with looking at the kind of, of waymarks that are going to be put along through the gardens to show people where they can go, how they can get there and, and what they may find when they get there to, to open up some of the little gems. One of, one of the little gems though, that, that and, I, and I've spoken to you about this before, when the um, Spar Cliff Stabilisation Program was actually completed, the northern end of the gardens up to where the that, that tramway the funicular goes down at the moment if you want to go to the to the the small southern end of the gardens you've either got to come up to the esplanade or go down to the beach to sort of work round and get through there there is a little um, tunnel that goes through there it's a covered walkway it goes underneath the two tram lines that tunnel's been closed for many 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 years I mean I've I've actually not spoken to anybody who can remember it it (laughs) open that is due to be opened up again as again, part of the garden project. And that's going to allow people to explore both the northern end and the southern end of the gardens. And the number of people who don't know that covered tunnel bay is there is um, again, amazing. So as people are exploring, go down, have a look and see if you can find where that walkway is
0: yes no i know exactly where it is and i look forward to it being open as well because it would it would make just getting from one side of the the tramway to another much easier
1: it'll become an accessible walkway as well so the intention is that it's able to be traversed by people who use mobility aids despite
0: the south cliff gardens having not necessarily been looked after as well as they could have been it is still such a great place to visit and that is credit to the victorians who designed all those paths
1: you can see his historic pictures of, of people in in the beach they've got the, the bathing huts that go out to the sea on the wheels and there's ladies and gents bowler hats top hats and long frillins crinoline skirts and that uh, so yeah and, and absolutely packed as well we, we need the numbers back in Scarborough when it's safe to do so and um, but it has always been an absolute treasure and that's the, that, that's what we need to have happen with the gardens now to to let people know that they are going to be opened up and the talk about opening up Paddy, the first thing that we heard about when we became a community group five, six years ago now, um, was complaints about the, the trees and how they'd overgrown and no one could see the views from the esplanade out towards the sea. Most of those views have now been opened up and a lot of the trees have already been either taken down or, or coppiced. So the views that the Victorians created are now becoming available and the new trees, the new planting that goes in again will be sympathetic to what's already there And the programme allows for funding, I think it's for a 10-year period, to make sure that the gardens are properly maintained. They're not neglected as they have been in the past. So the views from the top and the middle and from below will hopefully be the ones that the victorians planned in and treasured all those years ago
0: lots to look forward to and we're very lucky to have it quite literally on our doorstep thank you for your time (laughs) look forward to all that happening in my favorite part of scarborough that's great lovely you're listening to the visit scarborough podcast i'm paddy billington and this is episode two and this week we're asking you this question what are you most looking forward to doing first when it's safe to return to scarborough Mavis Lynch says, I'm looking forward to walking along the beach, having a coffee at the Clock Cafe, then going through the Italian Gardens, walking back along the top road across the bridge and then lunch at the Secret Garden. You've got it all planned out, haven't you? Christina Curry, simply being able to go back to Scarborough. Janet Ver, walking and paddling at sunrise, having a full English breakfast in town, having a wander on the Esplanade to the Clock Tower, through the Valley Gardens and on by the Spa, having a coffee at the Harbour Bar, walking to the Lighthouse Then Marine Drive, lunch, North Bay, through Pizan Park, back up to town. That is my perfect day. Again, you've got it all lined up. Maria Ashwood is looking forward to looking at properties for sale in Scarborough. Don't blame me, wanting to move here. Kelly Ann Bainbridge is looking forward to sitting outside the Clock Cafe, just looking at the sea. Julie Brookbanks, just walking barefooted along the South Bay Beach. That is my happy place, and I miss it so much. Bernadette Utley says just the freedom to move around the town enjoying fish and chips from Mother Hubbard's, which you'll find, of course, near the railway station. Lorraine Goodchild, a walk around Pisan Park and meeting up with my friends who live over there for a well-needed catch-up over some fish and chips on the seafront. Pete Winton replies, ice cream's on me, Lorraine. See you when you get over. (laughs) We'll do some more of the things you're most looking forward to doing in Scarborough when you're allowed to come back in a short while. Right now, my second guest is on the Visit Scarborough podcast. This is Gillian, who runs the Rose Dean Guesthouse on Columbus Ravine in Scarborough. Gillian, thanks so much for coming on. How long have you run Rose Dean now?
2: We've been here just over six years now.
0: OK. Uh, are you from the area, or did you move to the area to run the guesthouse?
2: I've been in Scarborough about 20 years now, uh, originally from York, so Scarborough was always my uh, holiday destination of choice. Um, but being here 20 years, so I know it pretty well.
0: The last six years must have been uh, very different, really. You would not have been expecting a pandemic and people being told not to visit Scarborough. You wouldn't have expected that at any point, would you?
2: No. The pan- pandemic has really been something uh, very new and very scary, really, in quite a lot of respects when you work for yourself. As, a, as I imagine it is for people working as well how was the first
0: five years of running the guest house actually did you did you see an increase in visitor numbers was were things looking good because of course a lot has changed in Scarborough you know things like the open air theater getting better and better acts every year for example and big events happening as well like Scarborough Armed Forces Day there's been there's been a lot going on it's felt like everything's been going in the right direction did you find that in those in those five years before the pandemic?
2: Before the pandemic yes I mean the the open air theatre is always such a a, a good thing for us because it brings a lot of um, guests here we're so close to it uh, and I really enjoy it myself so I can really plug that with our guests yeah business-wise it's been increasing uh, year on year here it's very much a, a, an up-and-coming destination for people people are reminiscing about where they came as children with the parents and people that like to come every year as well
0: yeah that's good to hear then of course the coronavirus pandemic strikes and the most important thing is people's health so understandably uh, people uh, for much of the last year uh, not permitted to visit Scarborough Although we did have that time in the summer where the doors were back open and people were coming back uh, in their droves again but how much of a struggle has it been and, ha- and does it continue to be for you
2: it's very much a struggle. I mean, if it wasn't for the the government help, we we would be choked. It's uh, it's simple as that, really. The few weeks that we managed to do through the summer were a big help, but obviously we couldn't offer the service that we normally do. Um, we're forever saying no to customers, which is not really what we like to do. We like to be go the extra mile to to help our customers, tell them where they can go. But this year it's been like, no, you can't do that, or no, you can't do that, or I can't let you do that. So it's been a real, you know, really different year this year.
0: Fingers crossed that, you know, especially with the vaccination rollout, at some point in the not-too-distant future, you know, visitors will be welcomed back and you'll be able to open your doors fully again. And when that time comes then, tell us a bit about your guest house and, and, and what you have on offer at the Rose Dean.
2: Well, the Rose Dean is now um, an adult-only guest house. So that you could, it's somewhere for everyone to come on, get away from the kids, nice relaxing atmosphere, nice comfortable rooms, um, powerful showers, lovely locally sourced breakfast. We use all uh, local butchers, local egg suppliers, local fruit and veg when we can. So we pride we ourselves on a nice breakfast and obviously a nice space to everywhere in the beautiful Yorkshire countryside.
0: Yeah, very handily placed for North Bay, Peasone Park, the Scarborough Open Air Theatre, you know, even the town centre really, um, and and handy for transport links too. So it's a great location. What are your hopes going forward then? Do Do you see a time in the next few months when things might start to return
2: to normal? I'm not so confident about the springtime. I think we're going to be late spring if we are open then. But I'm hoping by the time we get to summertime, we can be somewhat normal, shall I say. Um, and that we can get a lot of people wanting staycations rather than going abroad and that we can have a, like maybe a, a longer season, maybe go more into the autumn time and get back to some normality for us all.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We're asking on this podcast as well what that first thing people will want to do, you know, when they're allowed to come back to Scarborough, what is the first thing you'll want to do? So what is it that you've missed the most, really? What is the thing you're most looking forward to being able to do in Scarborough when things are back to normal?
2: Well, I'm missing the open-air theatre, so I'm hoping. I've got tickets for the concert, so I'm hoping to get to them this year. I think being able to see people, I think, is the big thing. Go and enjoy a nice meal out with friends. Um, Some lovely restaurants around here. And just enjoy myself instead of thinking, you know, what's going to happen and what, what people are doing and things like that.
0: Yeah. Well, hopefully uh, when things do get back to normal, we will have a, a bit of a tourism boom because, you know, people who might have taken it for granted before certainly <laughs> won't be any more. And uh, we saw it last summer with, with a real surge in people wanting to come. So hopefully the good times aren't too far away. Um, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. And, uh, and all the best with, uh, with the Rose Dean.
2: Thank you very much, Paddy.
0: Before we wrap up with some more of the things you're most looking forward to doing in Scarborough when it's safe to return, turns out some people just can't wait until they're allowed to visit Scarborough again. This week in the news, a woman was fined £100 for travelling 100 miles from Lincolnshire to have a McDonald's with her sister in Scarborough. With daily Covid deaths in the UK at an all-time high at the moment, we really do need to take notice of the rules and stay at home. And then hopefully, sooner rather than later, especially with the vaccine rollout, We'll be able to do more of the things that we enjoy doing, including, of course, visiting Scarborough. Well, thank you so much for all the stuff coming in on the things you are most looking forward to doing when it is safe to come back to Scarborough. Here's some more to round off this week's podcast. Susan Lambert says, seeing the lovely owner of the B&B St Andrew's house when I have my holidays, and also going around the town centre and seeing all the people who are so friendly. Do stay safe, everyone, says Susan. Thank you, Susan. Same to you. Tracy Goddard, looking forward to having a week. In September, it's all booked in. Looking forward to it. Well, hopefully you'll be able to do that. Mark Quigley says, looking forward to catching an early morning sunrise on camera. Also fish and chips on the beach, followed by a rum and raisin ice cream. It's the simple things. Absolutely, Mark. Yes. Janet Jackson says, looking forward to riding in the Goldwing Light Parades. We're really missing them. That's an amazing event in early September, isn't it, in Scarborough. Hundreds of Goldwing bikes all lit up. And then a fireworks display afterwards. It's a fantastic atmosphere. Sue Turner checking in at the Crescent Hotel in Scarborough. Also enjoying a Horlicks at the Harbour Bar. Dinner at the Café Fish or Ask on the Harbour. Enjoying the beach and being free and safe to be on holiday again. So much to enjoy in Scarborough, says Sue. Angie Farrington says, I'm looking forward to fish and chips on the seafront. Enjoy Sims. Just being there would do us... It's our favourite place to go. Don't go anywhere else. Well, thank you for all the stuff that's come in about what you're most looking forward to doing in Scarborough when it's safe to return. Well, that's it for episode two. Thank you so much for listening to the Visit Scarborough podcast. You can subscribe to this wherever you get your podcasts from. And in episode three, available on Friday the 22nd of January, we'll be speaking to the owners of the Tall Stories guest house in the heart of Scarborough's old town. Grade two listed building, beautiful rooms, amazing staircase, Fabulous views over the harbour. I'm also asking you, controversially, where does the best fish and chips in Scarborough? I'm Paddy Billington. The Visit Scarborough podcast is an MPB production. I'll see you on episode three. Thank you for listening.